boingy 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 So you're going to edit last week's at some point and I'll edit this week's and I would take it out but that's going over it. Don't you have anything better to do with your energy? Um no. Excellent. What's important to you, Game Notes podcast host for the week of March 28, 2010? Well, let's start with the Nintendo 3DS. Nothing's been announced about it except that it exists, and yet Motor and Fear the Call can somehow blabber out about it for six minutes. Really, guys, move on to more discussion, like the Xbox 360 dashboard update and the Pokewalker for the newest Pokemon games. Both hosts talk about a Facebook group that they joined, and then Claude talks some more about Perfect Dark on the Xbox 360. So prep your seat for 20 minutes of news and opinions during the second part of the double header in episode 35 of the Game Notes Podcast. Welcome again to the Game Notes Podcast. Now that I think we've worn out the monkey jumping on the bed. Uh, it's a bouncy is, chair. I know. This is Boater. Fear the Claw. Uh, and welcome to part two of the double header because, because of different things <laughs> we uh, just never got around to. And by we I mean I never got around to editing. So yay. Okay. Best of Lucian friends. DVD, yay. Okay. Hey, um, news. Uh, let's see here. We'll go with one of mine first. Nintendo announced a new handheld. I want to. I want you to think about the timing. <laughs> the DSi came out last year, right around this time. And the DSi XL is coming out tomorrow, or for you listeners, today, or sometime in the past week. Sunday. <laughs> Who knows when I'll get this done? Uh, Sunday, uh, the DSi XL is coming out. So, of course, they go ahead and say, hey, here's a 3DS. Um, that's Which what they're sounds a lot like 3DO or 32X or a lot of those other it, it, uh, console names from the mid-90s. Yeah, um, well, they're, they've announced no details on it. Um, and I don't even know if it was officially announced, but PR isn't denying if someone let us slip at the tongue. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. The announcement of the existence of hardware does not necessarily mean it's coming out soon. I mean, Project Atlantis was announced probably in the early 90s, and the Game Boy Advance, which is what Project Atlantis became, didn't come out until, like, the late 90s. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was one of those, oh yeah, this this thing that we got coming out planned for next year. So it, it is uh, at least tentatively planned for next year sometime. Now whether it's in April or it's going to be a next year holiday release, who knows. But it's, uh, basically anything about it is going to be speculation. Uh, they're yeah. saying it's not part of the DS line, but I don't buy that for a minute because there's probably going to be backwards compatibility with DS. So, why not? Um, and I, I think that they were saying something about 3D gaming, which I wouldn't want to... 3D gaming on a little portable like that. That might be more comfortable than staring at a TV screen for 3D games, but who knows? We'll see what comes out of it. This is the first I've heard about it. Um, I doubt Nintendo would cannibalize uh, their DS, in particular their DSi, because it's so successful right now. But but DSi XL is coming out. You're but telling me they still, don't want to get... What, they, what they're doing... Um, DSi XL is catering to a niche market within the DSi market. It's saying, hey, you people who play DSs, but you 
can't quite see the screen or you're hoping where you wish there was something bigger, here's something for you. It's not really meant to be a new system. It's, it's still it's still idea, reselling but... the same system to people that already have it. Like basically, um, there's been like four different DSs out now in the past five or six years. Uh, the original came, DS came out, I think, 2004. You're, you're going to test me on this one, and, and I'm okay. If you don't know, I you don't know uh, about yeah, I've got Wikipedia at my fingertips. Continue. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's um. You know, I I. You know, we, we complain about this with the release of sports games, with just getting money for the, the same thing over and over hey, again. Hey, last thing I looked up was Mr. T. Sorry, you didn't. I'm incapable. <laughs> um, I pity the fool who can't continue his thoughts. Um, I'm sorry, that's it. To the train of thought that was like a faster train broadsiding it and saying no. Uh, the DS originally came out November 21st, 2004. 2004, so... Oh, you were right. Yeah, in like six years we've had four different DSs now. And I mean, like, we complain about sports games doing it, we complain about Activision doing it with, like, Call of Duty, and with Guitar yeah, Hero, maybe. and, uh, you know, it's like, now Nintendo is like, new DS system every year! Which is like, it, it basically all the gadget files out there who are also Nintendo fans are like, oh, must have. I don't know. Again, usually when a system is announced, especially by Nintendo, it's usually announced in the very early stages of development, and you're looking at two to three years before its actual release. When was so, the DSi announced? The D- but the DSi is not a new system. It, it is a new iteration of an old system. The DS a- had been on the radar for about two years before it actually came out. Uh, let me... I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to bother looking up a whole bunch of stuff about the 3DS right now, but I mean, like, they're saying it's not a, a, a DS intera- iteration, but, I mean, come on, with, three, with DS right in the name, I'm not really buying it. Yeah, they might be trading off the name. I mean, it's possible. I mean, you know, they rode the Game Boy name for so long, even though the Game Boy Advance really was a completely different system from all the previous other Game Boy iterations. Completely different hardware and whatnot. It was still called a Game Boy because, you know, trade off the name and then there was, of course, the Virtual Boy, which traded off the Game Boy name. Yeah, that totally worked. (laughs) Still waiting for my... So, anyway, that was a new system announced and uh, tangentially, the DSi XL is coming out uh, Sunday. So, that's interesting. Hmm. Okay. Well, according to Wikipedia, retail availability is fiscal year 2011 in Japan. So, uh, we'll see what happens with that. Alright, so what do you got? Well, uh, something that I actually meant to mention last week, but it didn't make it into my show notes uh, because I saw it after I'd already completed my notes and didn't feel like adding it. Um... As usual, uh, Microsoft is doing a dashboard update mm-hmm. uh, for the spring, and uh, not quite as big as you know NXE a couple years ago. But uh, one big thing in it is they are now supporting flash drives. Yay! So instead of paying like forty dollars for a five hundred twelve uh, meg memory unit, you can go to Walmart and pay ten dollars for a one gig unit and use that. At $10, I think they'll get you 2 to 4 gigs. 
I have a, and I'm excited about this because I've got a four gig flash drive at home that I haven't even used yet. That is all set to be formatted so that I can download original Xbox game saves and uh, play those games that I don't really want to have to go through again, like San Andreas, Burnout 3, uh, and such. And such, yes. I know there's at least one more that I've really been wanting to play, but haven't bothered because I don't want to hook up my original Xbox again. Yeah. Way to go with the no way of transferring game saves from one system to the other. I mean, you've got an Ethernet port in the back. Can't you finagle something out of that? Uh, let's see. The only other thing I have isn't really news. It was sort of a discussion topic. Um, this is going to be a short podcast, I think. Um, but yeah, it's, it's sort of a discussion topic. And there's another one that actually I meant to bring up last week. Um, I was looking at the box for Pokemon Heart Gold uh, and noticed the Pokewalker. Yes. And basically, it's uh, something where you, you plug it into your DS, only for Heart Gold and Soul Silver versions, and you can load a Pokemon onto it and then like clip it to, I guess, like a belt or something. And as you walk around, it what, like gains experience? Yes. So basically, it's like Nintendo saying, "Wow, so many kids, you know, you know, our name is associated pretty well with uh, kids staying inside, not getting any exercise. Let's get kids to go exercise for all the wrong reasons." <laughs> Which uh, I'm, I'm all for, honestly. You know, I'm not kids. entirely sure if that was <laughs> the idea behind it. it. That it would be nice if that were the idea behind it, but I think it was just a way to say, "Hey, you know, instead of." You know, burying your face in your DS for 18 hours a day, um, you can just clip this onto your belt and train your Pokemon as you go about your business. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's Move along. A- actually it's also harkening back to the uh, good old days of the Tamagotchi, where you would carry one of those things around with you for you know, like in school. I, I, was I had enter- one in sixth grade. <laughs> I-, I was entertained when uh, a friend of mine had an inter- had a pocket R2D2. Um, but, uh, I-, I was entertained when we were inventorying the Game Boy games for this, this store where it can of soda, if you haven't noticed, by the Echo. Um, slightly less Echo, I think, because of that wall unit. Yes. Nice shelves. Yes, come see. <laughs> nice stuff. Um, where was I? Oh, when inventorying Game Boy games, there was a, ga- uh, there was a Tamagotchi game for the original Game Boy, which to me seems a little, uh, self-defeating, because you've already got the Tamagotchi that were, like, very much pocket-sized, that you could carry around with you and do stuff with, and now you can get Tamagotchi on a cartridge that is the size of a Tamagotchi, (laughs) that plugs plugs into into a Game Boy, which at the time was about the size of a brick. I'm looking at the Pokewalker, and it does in fact have three buttons on it. Yeah. Um, so, I actually... Well, my, my roommate, uh, actually got, uh, one of the two new Pokemon games and got a Pokewalker, um, and of course, subsequently lost it within the next few days. Awesome job. Yes, I said to him, uh, congratulations, you are now like every other eight-year-old in the world. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, that's the sound I make when I'm thinking. Um, yeah, I, uh... So, I guess it's like a little Pokemon Tamagotchi, but with the ability to connect it to your DS and do battles and stuff. 
stuff on there, which is honestly pretty cool. I mean, uh, you know, if I I I, I would laugh heartily if uh, these Pokemon games sell well enough that you know a bunch of kids have these things and don't lose them, yeah. that it starts becoming an issue in schools again, like the Tamagotchi craze was. Uh, that that would be pretty funny. Yes, every generation has to have their. Uh their little toys that get confiscated at school. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one gets to be combined with the whole video games or the devil that we have going on with this generation, which is fun. <laughs> are video games the devil? Uh, have you not been paying to the main I'm, news media I'm, the past I'm, 15 years? I'm sorry, let me, let me rephrase that. I, 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 my, 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 my brain went blank. Uh, how are little Pokewalkers the devil? Because they connect to a video game, and video game is the devil's work. Well, I mean, Pokemon is basically cartoon Look at my face, fighting. look at my face, and see the sarcasm. I, I, but, <laughs> but Pokemon is basically cartoony cockfighting, mm-hmm. so, you know. <laughs> it's going to encourage kids to uh, breed uh, uh, animals for fighting, and then they can get in trouble, like, what's his name, Michael Beck did. Yeah, I, I missed the chance to get a Michael Vick joke in back when I, back when they were still relevant. <laughs> I was gonna say EA bought the exclusive license to Michael Vick's champion dog fighting, but <laughs> well, of course. I mean, it's it's EA, and it, ha- it has to be exclusive. Yes. Um, well, anyway, um, two-year-old jokes aside. Yep. Um, uh, so yeah, basically, if a customer comes in and I hear them complaining at all about, oh, you know. You know, these kids never, you know, get up and get out of the house. I'm like, you know what? Here, get this and uh, use this and that, and encourage them to, like, you know, go on a walk or something and so that the Pokemon gets more experience. Yeah. You know, and because, actually, like, my uh, girlfriend just got a, a dog and she's like, you know, I used to never walk and now, of course, I have to walk the dog and it's, you know, it's good, you know, she's a... It's like, you know, she always wanted to be like a walk or rollerblade or something, and now it's like it gets her out of the house. It would be, actually, it would be a similar sort of thing. Hold on, I gotta go take the Pokemon for a walk. Uh, Speaking of uh, Pokemon, I joined a very interesting uh, Facebook group, which I believe you shared with me. (laughs) Yes. Uh, why don't you explain it since you were the one who introduced me to it? Um, I don't now. Now let me put this on on record that I don't typically join these Facebook groups or cause groups or anything like that. But this one, uh, I, I could not resist. It the, made too much sense. Yeah, it was it was politically relevant and uh, funny. Um, the name of the group is Universal Healthcare. Good enough for Pokemon. Good enough for America. <laughs> yes. And had a very logical uh, description of how you know the Poke Centers offer healthcare for free, count for you know an unlimited number of times. And well, if it works in the Pokemon world, why can't it work in ours? Because we don't have a bunch of clones at the same time over and over again. Um, it's, I mean, it's it's, it's I'm I'm not gonna get into a, a big political spanning debate. I, it, it was a very good, good thing to bring up, though. Yes. Um, uh, it's, it's like, okay, well, I, I think that Pokemon wouldn't be bred to be battled the way they are uh, if they didn't have that sort of health care. If it's, oh no, they got hurt, I have to keep them away from here, I have to keep them away from dangerous. They got hurt, go heal up, go fight! 
<laughs> so what you're saying is if we have nationalized healthcare, people everyone will is, hurt themselves yes, more? Yes, everyone is going to get into professional wrestling and boxing <laughs> and, uh, you know, UFC and whatever. <laughs> it's going to be horrible! This is why we can't have nice things! <laughs> it's a very interesting alternate uh, theory behind um, universal health. Um, I don't know where to go with this, honestly. <laughs> Neither do I. Um, I think we're just going to wrap this up early. Uh, it was... It Actually, was... Um, I'd like to discuss uh, Perfect Dark a little bit more. Okay, as long as we have the time. Go for it. Um, well, I beat it on Agent Mode, which is easy for those who don't know. Um, and it was, again, just as great as I remember. Graphics are nostalgically good in that, you know... They look like your memory makes you think the game originally looked, but it's it actually looks, a lot better. It looks GameCube, <laughs> not N64. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I will say, it's nice for nostalgia's sake to have, you know, all the original animations and just, you know, remodeled faces and hands and stuff, but I would have liked to see 4J Studios go so far as to even to put a very rudimentary lip flap on the characters, because to have such highly detailed, high poly count faces delivering lines in a, with a completely static face is a little, you know, it was one thing in N64 and PlayStation yeah, days fine. where you couldn't do that sort of stuff, but... Yeah. Um, aside from that, no, it was great. Um, I played, I dived into the uh, multiplayer online. Um, and as usual, everybody's better than me, but it's still fun. My biggest problem is I used to be the master of the C-button strafe. Like, after years of playing multiplayer Goldeneye and multiplayer Perfect Dark, I could... You know, my friends and I would get into circle strafing matches where we just run around the room in circles shooting at each other. Bang, 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 reload, 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 bang, 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 reload, reload. And it was just so much fun. The dual stick, I, I can't get the handle on it, and I'm always at a disadvantage to the veteran Halo and Call of Duty players. I find, um, I personally find Circle Strike can be pretty easy with dual analog, but it does take a little bit of practice, a little bit of fun control. Yeah, I mean, I, and the problem is if you adjust the sensitivity of the X and Y axes, you put yourself at a handicap because now you're moving slower than everybody else. You may have the control you need, but everybody else who's trained on the hypersensitive... Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's you start on low sensitivity, and as soon as you're comfortable with it, you bump it up a notch. Like, what I would do with Halo was I actually started on, like, three sensitivity on Halo 1. Uh, by the time I just stopped playing it, I was on 7 because I was always, you know, getting better and with tighter control. But uh, multiplayer is great. Um, I've mostly been getting into four-player free-for-alls because once you get eight players into a room, it gets really hectic, and I'm not used to that sort of pandemonium. Um, it still has the local multiplayer, which is almost identical to the N64 game. Nice. Uh, you can you have the different simulants, and you can give them different personalities. Um, one thing I like about the, what they did with it, they unlocked from the get-go everything in multiplayer, so you don't have to go through challenges and stuff to unlock levels, and 
all of the cheats that were activated by the transfer pack and the Game Boy Color version of Perfect Dark mm -hmm. were unlocked from the get-go okay. when you bought the game. So that's nice, because a couple of those are really hard cheats to get. Yeah. Uh, but I've So with those cheats, the invincibility cheat, which I got on my third try, and the unlimited ammo cheat that I unlocked yesterday, I've got everything that I ever wanted in a high-definition perfect dark. I can blow through the levels with reckless abandon now. And, uh... Yeah, definitely worth a more than a $10 purchase for me. Cool. I'm sure I'll probably download it here and demo it, so... Uh, well, uh, it is M-rated. Ooh, that's so. true. That's true. So, alright, anything else? Um, yes, download it at home so we can play it, and we have to finish Perfect Dark Zero, dammit. I am working on a movie. The most I have, the most I have time for is like an hour of Kingdom for Kathleen's before I go to bed. If that, yes, I noticed that. I was going to uh, send you a message and yell at you for not playing Perfect Dark with me. That's too bad. So, I got four scenes out of it yesterday. All right, so uh, we're gonna start rambling now. So yeah. uh, we will not subject you to that. So if you have any comments on the pre-rambling podcast, you can go ahead and leave them at gamenutspodcast.blogspot.com. Or leave us a message, uh, an email at gamenutspodcast.gmail.com. Uh, so until next week, or hopefully this doesn't become like a triple header, uh, let's try to get this out there. <laughs> I'm going to hit you. Uh, this has been Voter, signing off. And Fear the Claws saying good afternoon, good evening. Oh, wait a second. This, th this fella here, after all the conversations we've had about Jim Carrey and how the, you know, the Truman Show is a turning point in his career and what a great actor... Did not realize until last week that my closing is from The Truman Show. I saw it once, like when it came out, and I was only half paying attention because it was on TV. <sighs> Great movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Well, not go see it. Rent it. Buy it. Whatever. Go from your computer to your TV. Yes. Where you have Netflix and can download it instantly to your PC. Is it available for instance? I have no idea. Okay. Check it out. Anyway, Fear the Claw saying good afternoon, good evening, and good night. <laughs>